Welcome to Masters of Growth, an insightful podcast with some of India's most interesting minds and their ideologies. Here, they will share their experiences on their road to glory along with any speed bumps that they may have encountered on the way. Today with us we have Aman Ali Bangash and Ayan Ali Bangash, two Indian classical musicians and disciples of their father, the great maestro Amjad Ali Khan. Both were initiated into the fine art of sarod playing from an early age with each brother giving their first public performances at the age of 8 they have performed across the globe including appearances at carnegie hall and the kennedy center in the usa along with their father they are also gold medal winners at the global music awards for their outstanding contribution to the global music industry and excellence in the classical music sphere it is a pleasure to have both of you with us here today um okay so could both of you just tell me where your story began like what inspired you Uh, well um, you know when you're born into a family of musicians you really do not know where exactly your story begins it's just a realization that one day you just realize that oh wow okay i'm 12 years old and i think i'm a musician uh, because you know it's such a because since we are born i mean obviously we do not have mem- none of us have memories in life about how and what happened when we were little kids but it's just a realization that i think comes to you at by the age of 9 10 11 that oh wow i can play sarod i can i understand music i understand what are rags because you know my father since a very young age just kept us involved in the whole music scene so before even we could choose what we really want to do we were in it you know it was already a part of our life i mean and that it's just a realization i mean for me at least right yeah i think atmosphere at home you know was um, pretty much musically charged i mean music you know it was never a profession it was a way of life i think that's what the main difference was so like my brother said that before we knew it we were already playing so it was not something outside the box it was just one of the things that you know we were doing as a way of life as simply as eating food or drinking water it was like that right. and uh, that's how it there was someone or the other always in the music room even if my father was traveling when we were much younger some student was there you know music never stopped so the atmosphere continued and my parents i think gave us that atmosphere at home so that made a very big difference i think for both of us right but then reaching new levels and new heights is also another story so i just like to know what motivates you on a daily basis now like could you just tell me what makes your story not end Well, you know, um, I feel the the main thing that I think my brother and I really emphasized on was constant change, because the change is the only thing that is constant. If you ask, if you are the same always, you get stagnated and get boring and you get worn out. So in life, it's all about changing, adapting to new circumstances and adapting to new sorts of uh, music or new situations that are uncomfortable. Like a lot of times, Ayan, my brother Ayan, and I don't. Uh, like we are doing let's say a recording with a new artist like in the past we worked with our father and mr joe walsh was from the eagles uh, band so when we went to record we didn't understand what was happening it was very uncomfortable to start with but then we adapted to the change and the or the change adapted us into it and we felt comfortable and that came out to be a good project or you know or even working with other musicians from other genres sometimes very uncomfortable when you're having your initial meetings but right. that's the only thing that i think i think the, the idea to change is what inspires me because change is something which gives you 
uh, a feeling of being uncomfortable or you're in pain, which means you're growing. You know, if the moment you're very comfortable about your space, that is where the problem begins. So it's very important not to be comfortable in where you are, but to be able to change and, you know, do all those sorts of things. Right, I understand. Yeah, you see, yeah, you see, um, this uh, this art form of Indian classical music, it's not a it's it's not a written score. Everything is taught, you know, orally, and what you execute is pretty much what your journey has been, because your nature, your music is a reflection of your nature. So who you are as a person reflects on your music as well. So that's why, you know, your ups, your downs, your highs, your lows, your heartbreaks, your heartaches, everything, I think, really uh, is communicated through the music you create. And the journey itself is the learning process. And that's what constantly uh, makes you reinvent yourself, uh, redefine yourself. And you're constantly in a quest for perfection. You want to, I mean, the concert is done. Or the or the album has dropped, then that's history. Then you move on, and you know you take that journey forward. So I think life itself is the motivation. Uh, the journey itself is the inspiration. Right, and you know you guys keep talking about how music was somewhat in your DNA. So did you ever in your life ever think that you maybe want to pursue another profession? In the... Or was there always music throughout? I mean, you know, as you grow up, I think uh, having friends around us who are never musicians, like no one is a musician. Somebody was a doctor's son, a lawyer's son, a, a banker's son, or I don't know, a big uh, business tycoon's son. We always grew up with, uh, we grew up in a very diverse sort of a society uh, and a complex society for us because we couldn't relate with anyone when it came to the backstory of what's in the back of our minds. You know, we would discuss about everything they would discuss uh, which is going, which is a nice going pattern, but uh, it was nothing to do with um, uh, Ayan and me, Bhai and me, because we did not understand what is all of that that's going on. But I think um, as as a young guy, a young boy at that time, you would want to be a, the usual or a cricketer or maybe I don't know a soccer player or a, a, a commercial air pilot or an actor. I don't know. I mean, these are things that used to inspire us to be the hero, basically, of whatever, you know, the, 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 the Superman. Uh, but, you know, as, as you grow older, you start realizing that what's best for you. And as I grew up, I realized that being Ustaz Amjad Ali Khan's son, it was obviously a big privilege for me and I should take the outmost, um, uh, I should take the best out of it. Uh, you know, because I was born in a family which was already, you know, accepted by India with love all over the world. It was he was an accepted man, and to get your father's goodwill with your hard work works as an amazing combination. So I think that is what um, inspired me and made me comfortable and realized that this would be my best bet in order to achieve success or uh, get to uh, to to, uh, to like uh, get to the right point of life. Yeah, you see, uh, I also feel that, you know, these terms, you know, DNA or lineage, I mean, obviously it has its value, yes, it has its, it has its uh, uh, charm, it, it, it has its importance, but having said that, you know, you have to write your own story. I mean, I was no Mozart, though I was born in a very musically charged atmosphere, I really had to work my way through. And, uh, 
and so did my brother. I mean, it was not easy when we started, uh, you know, doing our initial shows. So one was looked at with a lot of. Uh, there's a there's a lot that goes on when you're a very famous uh, father or a big musician's son, but by God's grace, you know we were accepted uh, with a lot of love and warmth. But we also never took you know any concert for granted. We never thought that it's some divine right that you know we have to be here. I mean, it was a constant guilt that I hope I deserve this platform that I'm getting, which you knew you're getting because of who you were initially. But as you grow older and you find your way, I mean, I don't think anyone uh, is that silly to just keep inviting you if mention of it. Your work has to define who you are eventually. Right. And you know, you just talk about your father and there's this famous quote where my father was my teacher, but most importantly, he was a great dad. So could you just walk us through the entire process with your dad of him being a teacher while being a dad as well and how that exactly played a role in your life? I think, you know, um, I think it must have been a very difficult uh, journey for him also with us because it's a very complicated switch when your teacher is your father. And that also a loving, doting father, like our, God's grace, like our father, where he has never been, uh, he's always been a very quiet, simple, humble man. He's, he's against violence. He's against any sort of screaming and shouting. He's, he's just like us, you know. So, um, I think... Uh, for him also to switch when I and I were maybe not playing in the rightest form, for him to even correct us used to be a bit of a struggle, I'm sure, for him within himself because uh, he did not know sometimes to to embrace us or to shout us, shout at us if you're playing good or bad. So it was a bit, it's a bit complicated, but I think now over the years we all have understood each other more, more correctly, I think. And uh, uh, I mean, it was it it, it it was easy, but also not that easy growing up around him because uh, the pressure, uh, uh, the good pressure of delivering to, uh, you know, to, 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 uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, you're delivering your music to the best that you know of. And it was not easy because, you know, uh, there are pressures when you're a son of or a daughter of a great musician or an actor or a, or a business or a lawyer, whatever, you know, any, 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 any profession. So it's very difficult. But at the same time, you have to let go and you have to forget about the struggle and start understanding that if you're born in a convenient situation, it's a, it's a, it's a very, it's a karmic in, uh, intervention. It's a, it's a divine blessing. So uh, what you can really do is hard work hard and uh, leave rest to your destiny or to God. But all, all you can do is just give you 100%. That's, that's only one thing that's in our control is to give our best. Right. I completely agree with you over there as well. The, the relationship, uh, you know, has it's a dual relationship. Almost like those dual band phones that used to get back in the day. <laughs> I mean, and the change or rather the switch, at least in, in my family or in our journey, is very effortless. I mean, obviously, maybe it was more father-son when, when we were much younger. But as we grew older, we knew, you know, when he turned into a guru. I mean, you know, when he's in the in a hotel, if we are going for a concert, he could be a father in the elevator. But the walk from the elevator to the car could be a guru. And from the car till the concert hall could again be a father. Yeah. So this, it is a dual relationship. And uh, and uh, it's, it's interesting how we've been able to kind of maintain it. Because uh, a father has expectations, a guru has different expectations. 
so to balance those two worlds uh, because my father has been a man of the world as well i mean it's though, though he's been an old timer in many ways he's been someone who's always questioned the craft as well he's changed the rules without being apologetic because end of the day like i said this was not a written score no one communicated how this craft should be presented right. so that was his personal choice so that's why he's a man also who wants to he's still reinventing himself you know uh, and has an urge to reinvent himself so that's when you know things get easy and beautiful to kind of just uh, uh, take forward collectively and do you still go to him for advice ever or do you think it's good now no 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 obviously you, you know you always go to uh, go, go for advice and more more than advice uh would like to you know get uh, corrected right because you know for any uh, any human being uh, to realize or feel that oh you know what i am there i don't need to be corrected i'm perfect that is the death of growth as i call it the I... dog <laughs> you know it's called the death of growth you know the day you uh, feel that you cannot be corrected i think it's very important to be corrected uh, uh, so that you keep getting better as a human being as a uh, in your, in your spiritual journey you know uh, and and i think uh, people who uh, are open to criticism people who do believe they are wrong are the ones who really grow and learn more in life you know as the old saying is the moment you speak you repeat yourself the more you hear you learn so it's like it's i'm very open to criticism i love being criticized i love being uh, I, i love people telling me how bad or wrong i am because that keeps me going and makes me uh, get better and better in my own humble way you know yeah of course i mean having a fixed mindset you're just limiting yourself while having a growth mindset exactly. yeah. so i completely agree with you yeah and so for my last question what advice do you have for the people of my generation aspiring to become successful in the music industry very simple be humble stay hungry look foolish <laughs> i simple. love that answer yeah just be, yeah just be humble my my stupid no and also also one more thing i i am so sorry i just going to say one more thing yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I asked my father uh, once that you know there's so much of good music happening, and uh, apart from the fact that one should compete with themselves and quote unquote that's very nice and diabetic, but the truth is as human being we get insecure about others, and that is normal, right? And um, so I did ask him. I said there's a lot of competition happening. So what do I do? He said just pay attention to one thing. Apart from your hard work, do not pay attention to the guy who's better than you, but pay more attention to the guy who's more humble than you. he will be a, he will be problem for you in the in the future so basically keep look put put your head down keep walking and just keep walking towards your goal don't run you can trip then <laughs> well said well i'll pretty much i mean i guess the drug so what i will say is the same uh, it's just that i think uh, yes humility yes work hard and most importantly don't take yourself seriously you're not the first or the last you know i mean it's it's okay to you know fall it's okay to uh you know not be okay or not do the way you thought it would pan out but eventually it all falls in place so end of the day i think work hard but don't take yourself too seriously that's what i would say that's a great answer as well and thank you so much for taking out time uh i wish you both all the best thank for your you. upcoming tour